You're listening to Weekend Joe, driven by Munganat St. Louis Acura here on ClabesOnline.com. The fun and games start after this. St. Louis Acura is excited to announce the opening of our newly remodeled service lounge. We sell pre-owned vehicles of all makes and models and take pride in servicing what we sell. We offer free pickup and delivery service and a complimentary car wash and vacuum with every service. We also have a full-service reconditioning shop on-site that can repair dents, bumpers, and wheels. As the nation's only 29-time Acura Precision Team winner for customer satisfaction, we work every day to make St. Louis Acura better than ever for you. The weekend just got more entertaining. It's Weekend Joe on Claves Online, driven by Munganast, St. Louis Acura. Hear from some of the big names in St. Louis and national sports every weekend. And now, here's Joe Roderick and me, I'm Andy Hanselman. Hey, it's another episode of Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis. Acura Munganass Alton-Toyota right here on ClabesOnline.com. I am Joe Roderick, joined alongside by Andy Hanselman. Andy, it is September. It is the start of football season. As uh, you and I sit here and record this right now, Andy, the first NFL game of the season is currently at halftime. Joe, I hung the uh, the TV in my office that was that's been behind me for years. Mm-hmm. It's now above me. Oh, okay. So, so is that is that where you're going to be hanging stuff. out watching yourself some Sunday football this weekend? Absolutely. I'm sitting here watching the foosball game. Mike Tarico's on right now. It's a joyous time of year. The uh, man, I um, it, it is. It's going to be interesting on Sunday. Because I have switched from, uh, I, I have dropped DirecTV over the past year. Oh. Um, over the past, I guess, nine months or so. I, I So I, I switched over to Hulu Live. I can't read, I, I can't tell you what I pay every month for that. It's not much. It's Hulu Live. It's not much. Like 60 a month? I, oh God, if it's that, I, I'd be surprised if I'm paying that much for it. Just based on how little I watch it. Oh. I'm the only one in my house that watches it. Andy, I watch it for wrestling. Yeah. And I will watch episodes of Impractical Jokers. That so, is what I use Hulu Live for. All right. So Hulu by itself yes. is $5.99 a month. Okay. Hulu with no ads is 12 bucks a month. Hulu plus live TV is $64.99 a month. Hulu with no ads and plus live TV is seventy ninety nine a month. All right, then I pay the one with the ads because I get ads. Okay, so there I, I I guess that's what I pay a month for it. I, it gets auto deducted, and I, I really I use I watch Raw when I watch Raw because that's been tough to watch recently. I watch AEW on Wednesdays. Yep. I watch SmackDown on Fridays. Yep. And then. If I don't feel like watching anything on Netflix or Peacock or Prime or whatever else I subscribe to, I, I, I'll turn on an episode of Impractical Jokers. So 
you know, I've thought about cutting the cord over the years and dumping cable or a satellite provider and going with just an internet connection and a program like this, plus Netflix and whatever else. There's really not a lot of cost savings. I okay for what I was paying for direct TV, there is. So my charter bill is about two twenty five a month. But it's hassle, I, for me, it's hassle free. Right. I think There's, one of the biggest things for me is realizing just how little I need live TV. Maybe. You know what? That might be uh, part of the thing as well. However, you know, there's always the, the the live sporting event argument, but that's that's well covered at this point. It is. Uh, it it is, and that's where I I think sharing the stuff comes into uh comes into play because I do, and we we talked about stuff I pay for. I do share to uh be able to watch Cardinal games, so I do watch Cardinal games on the Bally uh, Sports app. So okay, I, uh, yeah, I, I I just kind of flip now, around are and all and the do that. Kinks, are all the kinks worked out of that? There were some issues with that at the beginning of the season. I have not had any problems. Do you watch on your tablet? Or do you do you throw it up on your television or or what? Do you I do? have it. I've watched it on my phone. I have watched it on my TV using a Fire Stick. I have you watched it on a smart Roku TV, and I have watched it on my Xbox. Huh? Yes. The biggest pain in the ass is the initial having to log into all of those different apps and whatnot on all of the various TVs. Huge pain in the ass. But that's a one-time pain in the ass. It is a one-time pain in the ass. Yeah, so that is that is a pain in the ass. It but also, your, quickly your, get past your pain it. in the ass level is also greatly reduced if your smart TV has an Ethernet connection where you can hardwire it. Yeah. Because, the you know, the, the Wi-Fi just really isn't fast enough to handle... 1080p television or even 4k television Uh, you're getting into stuff that i don't even pay attention to now well for for a higher quality picture you have to have it plugged in so right well that's not something so overall your experience cutting the cord and going to uh the hulu plus and and what other things do you have netflix yeah i have the netflix have uh have peacock which I, I just I have I have almost uh, finished all of season three on my flights this past weekend. I almost finished all of uh, season three of AP Bio, and then I know that they already came out with season four of uh, of AP Bio. So uh, that uh, that will be another thing that I will be watching here. You're like I would subscribe to I would think Peacock, the Discovery Plus one, uh, probably the I heard the Paramount one is pretty good. HBO Max which I love at this point, now that it's officially uh, Vizio just installed it on their apps, you know, on their, on their app screen this past week. Uh, Cause with the, with the Vizio TV I have, there's like no app store. They push mm-hmm. it to you when they're ready to push it to you. Yeah. That's just, I mean, that, that yeah, I've made, I think I, as of right now, I'm not getting Paramount. I don't have a desire to get that. And I feel like that's one where I'm going to, that's I have to I have to call it quits at some point, you know. Right. You, you have to stop doing somewhere. that. Yeah. 
But, I've gone by the way, if you, if you haven't watched AP Bio, if uh, listeners out there have not watched AP Bio, strongly recommend uh, watching AP Bio, especially now that it's moved to Peacock. It has gotten even more raunchy, I, I guess would be the right word. What's the gist of it? It is uh, Glenn Howerton uh, from It's Always Sunny is a disgraced Harvard grad, a Harvard, uh, Harvard yeah, educated man who goes back to the town where his mom just died and has to find a job and ends up teaching. Uh, he is not in any way a biology teacher, He, but he is assigned to teach the AP bio class because the school wants to brag that they have a Harvard uh, teacher on their staff. Okay. And he does absolutely zero teaching at all and just tries to get the kids to he's a terrible person. He is a terrible individual and he tries to get the kids to do his bidding for him. And these are all honor students. Um and the kids that eventually just say, Yeah, screw it. What the hell? We'll help. <laughs> With like school many... of rock. It sounds like school of rock. No, not even. I mean, this is a high school though. Okay, and he's not there. He's not making them do a rock rock band. He's just he has an enemy that he wants the kids to help him destroy the enemy's life. All right, how much is Peacock a month? Uh, I think you get it for five ninety nine. I, I should also mention that Pat Oswald is the principal of this school. Oh, fantastic! That makes yes. it worth it right there. Yeah, so <laughs> he is he is the principal of the school, and he has a strong urge to become best friends with Glenn Howerton's character. <laughs> so it's a uh, it's a very very good show. Uh, first two seasons were on NBC, and they moved it over to uh, to Peacock for season three, and now season four of uh, of that. Yeah, so Peacock is uh, five bucks a month, fifty bucks a year, or for an additional for double the price, no ads or fewer ads. They say. I think for that one, I pay for the no ads because you can also download things for that, which Peacock still has some uh, things they need to work out. And also Peacock is where the WWE network is now. So that is uh, that's the main reason I got Peacock. I think with one of my credit cards, I get free Peacock. I think. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. There's there's perks for all of that stuff that you just I think my Amex gives me that. Yeah, there's there's perks for all of that that you have to figure out. Hey, Andy, this uh, show um, is driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Alton Toyota. Head on over to the website of Munganass Alton or Munganass St. Louis Acura at stlouisacura.com. stlouisacura.com is the uh, the website of the nation's only 29-time Acura Precision Team winner. You can go to the website right now and you can see what cars they have in their inventory on their lot right now. Head on over and check it out to all of the new arrivals that they have coming onto uh, onto the lot, such as Andy, the 2022 Acura MDX, the 2022 Acura MDX. They have the 2021 Acura TLX and the Acura 2021 RDX. All of those are new arrivals there at Munganass St. Louis Acura. On uh, go online to stlouisacura.com or on to their uh, or visit them at 13720 Manchester Road in St. Louis. Maybe you see Jamie there. I know Clayton will be there uh, in their brand new showroom as well. If you've seen the commercials that we run on many of the shows that we have here on Claves Online, because Andy here on Claves Online trying to do a lot more video 
stuff as we've uh, as we've mentioned and you can check out all of that video stuff by going to the YouTube page by just going to YouTube and heading on over to the Claves online channel lots of post game interviews on there and uh, many many more um, things that are up on clavesonline.com or going over to the YouTube page for Claves Online. So many videos up there. And I, I just, I am surprised. I, Andy, I do so much for this site and I'm shocked every day when I go to the website <laughs> and I see what other videos that we've put up there. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, there is there uh, the the uh, great. Did you see the Adam Wainwright press conference the other day after he went eight and a third against the uh, Dodgers? I did not. Yeah, he he was he was very animated. Um, he it was the first time that he really spoke after he announced he's coming back for 2022. He uh, spoke of his uh, just how upset he was with himself for not hitting a home run and getting robbed of a home run in the game. Um, he also talked about what the biggest factor was for his return to baseball in 2022. Did you uh, did you hear or see, read what those were? I did not. Well, he had to get approval from his entire family in order to return for the 2022 season. Oh, I believe he okay. has five kids and his uh, and his wife all had to sign off on it. Well, Andy, unlike you and your 17 dogs that you have at your home. Yes. Adam Wainwright has zero dogs. Ooh. And the rule has always been that they can get a dog. When dad retires from baseball. Oh. Adam Wainwright, he's a very generous family man. He doesn't want to put the burden of raising a puppy on his wife. And Well, plus they have five kids. Exactly. Exactly. He does not want to do that to his family. He's a good so, man. So I, I, he was telling how the family said that that was kind of the one thing that, hey, you know what? Like you keep saying that we can't get a dog till you retire. When's that going to be? So <laughs> he will, uh, he will return for 2022. And in, uh, in doing so, he said their negotiations for the dog are underway. <laughs> Good for him. Can you get, can he, I mean, can he hire somebody just to help raise the dog out of the puppy stage? He may not have that kind of money. I think, but that's, I mean, can he work that into the deal with the, uh, with the Cardinals? Maybe. He can be look, look, I'd like 10 million next year. Plus... And, a puppy, and a puppy nanny. Yes. Puppy nanny. And just, uh, is it Cesar Milan? Yes. Come on, Mo. <laughs> Say it with me. Puppy nanny. Can they just have him? Come to the can he pay for him to come to his house for like four months? I don't know if Adam could afford that. I bet he can. No, no, yeah. Well, good luck to uh, good luck to him. I I do enjoy uh, I will enjoy watching him pitch next uh, next season for the uh, the Cardinals. He wins the uh, Cy Young this year. I I I think that is Zach Wheeler's to win from the uh, Phillies. Probably. I think he has that. Yeah, I, that's, I, I, that was a question I posed. I think I posed it to Claves the other day. If he thinks Wainwright finishes top three, I think Adam Wainwright will finish top five. Oh, I think he absolutely will. Yeah, I, I think he gets a top five voting for the, uh, for the Cy Young 
this year, which it's, I mean, it, it just the way that he has grinded out this season, the way he showed up in big games has been, it's just been oh, remarkable to do that. The fact that he turned 40 last week, it's, it really is just crazy to, to think that, that so I'm and that along with, I'm watching Tom Brady go out there and uh, play football this uh tonight you know i'm sitting there watching the game what is brady 42 43 right now i think tom brady 44 he is 44 years old he's my age he is 44 years old andy 44 on august 3rd andy i hurt all the time (laughs) andy one of the newest features in the roderick household yeah is a five-gallon bucket of cold water that at least once a day, sometimes twice a day, other times, maybe up to four times a day, I will dump about a pound of ice into this bucket of cold water, Yeah, and I will put my feet in there. Both of them, huh? Both of them. Both of them. Both feet hurt, Andy, a lot. In different areas, too. It's not like, oh, the same thing. Two very different injuries. Well, you're like Forrest Gump, the running fool. I just hurt a lot. Yeah. And then I do things to hurt myself even more. Such as? I I mean, I tried to play in three softball leagues this summer. Oh, yeah. That that just hurt me a whole lot. Joe. Uh, yeah, Adam Wainwright has made one hundred and fifty-seven million five hundred and sixty-five thousand nine hundred and sixty-three dollars. Yeah, he can build a wing on his house and put Caesar Milan in there for I, a month. I don't know if he can afford it or not. I think he can. It just just it just doesn't seem like a whole lot of money. I think he can. I don't even know how he's going to get by after baseball. <sighs> he'll find. He'll he'll manage. Joe, it's a little late. Sorry, you're manage. Young. Yeah, <laughs> I know we are recording a lot later than we usually do on well, a uh, on a Thursday night, but we had to get it done. We had to get it up by uh, for for Friday morning, well, uh, especially too as I mentioned, all of this video element, Andy. I don't know if you've noticed, but we've been running like one interview from the show every Friday afternoon as well. So like one of the interviews that we have. We will we will air that we will air that interview in video form. So people can watch that if they're just scrolling along on their uh, on their Twitter and they think, hey, I'd like to watch that interview. And they can. Speaking of interviews, Joe, who's on the show today? Well, Andy, as uh, we've talked a few times now, it is week one of the NFL season. So who better to have on the show than the H-Man, Howard Balzer? Oh, it's a great, it's a great way to go. Right. Andy, we go over 30 minutes. I don't, it, it, I mean, it was like pulling teeth to get Howard to talk and uh, I, I got him to, you know, I, I got 30 minutes out of him today. Wow. Yeah. So and you, we, and you, uh, and you only asked two questions. <laughs> we got, we got into quite a bit. We, we really did get into quite a bit on the, uh, on, on the interview today. So we, uh, we have that. I'm very much looking forward to, to uh to sharing that interview well, with everybody Sunday, as it comes up in the show. Sunday, your Sunday NFL show that you guys used to do was, was really kind of appointment listening. It was really, really a, a good show. So I'm glad you guys are able to kind of rekindle that love again. 
I know. And then I, I just, I, I've said this to him. I loved being on radio row with him for the years that I went there because I, I would do all of the legwork to book so many interviews. And there were some that Howard didn't really care to sit in on. And rightly so he had other work to do during the week uh, with his serious XM and his hall of fame duties. But then we would get the interviews where it would be just somebody walking by that knew Howard and Howard would just be like, ah, come on, sit down. And then, you know, suddenly you're sitting there talking with Tori Holt and right. <laughs> you would, you would get interviews like that or Howard just be like, hey, I got this one. And the guy would come over and Howard would just talk to the guy for 20 minutes. And <laughs> I would, I would sit there and not do a thing, but it was great. It was great. We oh, we worked really well together, and now he is just he's down in Arizona. He's living his best life down there, getting to getting to cover getting to cover the NFL and be in just great weather year round with his entire family down there too. So very happy for that. I might shoot him a text when I'm down there in a couple of weeks. Like, hey, oh yeah, when are you going down there? I will be leaving on the uh, on the 22nd of September. Uh huh. Returning on the twenty uh, seventh, Joe. You might need to find a co-host for that one. I I can do that. I uh I can definitely do that. Andy, I will be on uh on vacation next week, but we are still going to do the show. It is just going to be our our football picks and uh, crack slippers. If I even have any crack slippers. Oh, so am I going to be on the show? Am I? Am you I will on be on the show. Yes, it'll. It will. We'll. We'll get together. I'll either do it from the hotel or I'll do a hotspot, and I'll put the hotspot on. I don't know what the internet uh, situation will Where? be up in South Dakota. Right. Yeah, you're going up south. You're going up to see Mount Rushmore away. I am going. I am running. A, uh, I'm running the half at Mount Rushmore, and then the next day running a half in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. And along the way, doing Field of Dreams, Target Field, and Kauffman Stadium. Is Mrs. Roderick excited about this? She is, very much so. Oh, cool. Yeah, nice uh, nice road trip, renting a van from Munganass Alton Toyota. Oh, yeah. yeah and, uh, yeah, gonna, uh, just going to road trip. It's my Clark Griswold road trip, Andy. You're going to love it. You're going to love that uh, Sienna, van, uh, Sienna, van from our, Sienna van from our friends at Munganass. Alton Toyota. Yeah. Hey, Andy, uh, speaking of the NFL picks, or I should say the football picks, I uh, I, I got to say, uh, having this many people in the mix this year has made it a uh, hell of a lot of fun in, uh, in doing so. But uh, before we get into that, before we do get into that, Andy, um, I, I know it's a big weekend in uh, St. Louis for the uh for the Ascension golf uh golfing yeah, Norwood Hills, right? Classic. Uh, Are you going to it? I am not. I'm not going to it. Uh because I think it's just today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they're having a little deal on Saturday with where um Jack Nicholas and Tom Watson are gonna play golf with uh I believe uh the chief, Craig Baruby and uh mm. Austin Smith. They're playing a little nine-hole charity match. So just a 36-hole event uh, at over at Norwood Hills going on uh, today. And, uh, you know, uh, today will be Friday and yesterday, Thursday. So, uh, nope, I'm not heading over there. But uh, it should be, it's great to have uh, pro golf back in town. 54 holes, Andy. 54 holes is what oh, they is. are. Okay. Yes, is what they'll be, uh, what they'll be doing this year. Um, it will go all weekend long. 
Are you, um, uh, have you ever played Norwood Hills? I have played in Norwood Hills many times. Many times. I, yeah. I'm trying to think. I, I know I have been there twice for radio remotes. And I feel like I went, I did the, did, Je, did Joe Buck do his golf tournament out there? I believe so. Okay. So I think that's, I think when I was working with Tim and Edmonds, I think we went out there and I believe that show Joe Buck stopped by. And I also think that was a day that Edmonds had Rick and Keel on the show. Oh, okay. So I think that was what we, uh, what it was that day. We, uh, they used, they, I think they still have it out there. It's the, uh, the district father son tournament. Okay. My, my poor father would play with, with my brother in the morning and me in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it was always just a, a joyous, wonderful time. <laughs> one of the uh, one of the big names out there this weekend who just had one hell of a uh, day the other day at Bush Stadium is uh, is John Daly, huge Cardinal fan. Yeah. John Daly, um, and, and I don't, I like, I don't know if you saw this, but John Daly at one point texted Albert Pujols, said or talked about how he texted Albert Pujols to uh, come back to St. Louis and finish his career in a Cardinal uniform. Oh, did he really? I. I would I would like to know a few things. One, how long has John Daly had Albert Pujols' phone number? Yes. Secondly, what's the what what's the text back and forth situation there? If if John Daly texts Albert Pujols, how often? Because I'm going to guess that a majority of the time it's John Daly who is. Um, initiating the conversation there? Probably. How often does Albert text back? Um, I would go, I, I'm going to say just about uh, 50% of the time. Just, that's not a good percentage. <laughs> that's not a good percentage to get texted back. Um, he is busy. So is John Daly. Yeah, John Daly is too. He's a professional golfer. Lots of big names playing in this thing, Joe. There, there really are. There really are. I'm happy for St. Louis Ernie to, uh, to have this. And I do hope that it uh, ends up leading to uh, to more tournaments in the uh, in the future. And it'd be really cool to uh, to possibly see st louis work their way into the um you know work their way into getting a uh oh, I, a yearly an annual I, uh event i've heard rumblings of a bmw championship coming to bell reeve in the next couple of years bmw is not the uh that's not the big one though right it is it is one of the fedex uh, cup playoff event. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I know what you're talking about. Yes. So they had the Northern Trust, mm-hmm. the BMW, and the and they played the BMW leading into the Tour Championship. And that would be, you said, at Bell Reeve? At Bell Reeve. I mean, the will fans show up to that? Yes. The way it's they like, showed up yeah. a few years ago? Yes, because it, it's, it's the top 50 golf or top 70 golfers. It's a it's a star studded field. 
and then the, and then the top 30 from that go on to the tour championship where they play that every year at East Lake in, in Atlanta. So that would be big news. Have they said like when that could be announced or I have not, it was just, it was a rumbling somewhere that I heard. I, I, it's nothing confirmed, not, not officially announcing it. Just saying I heard a rumor. The other uh, thing that is a, uh, that is a rumor right now is gateway inter- or I guess gateway or worldwide technology park or the, the motor speedway. Yes. Um, is looking at possibly getting a uh, a NASCAR Cup Series next oh, year. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, that would be uh, that would be just uh, incredible for the uh, for St. Louis Worldwide Technology Raceway. The uh, the do name. you know much about the infrastructure they have over there? Have you heard? Because I think the biggest thing that NASCAR didn't like about why they didn't give us a Cup Series was that because there wasn't enough seating over there. I, you know what, you drive by that and around it a hell of a lot more than I do going over there and playing at Gateway. Yeah. So if you've seen any construction over there, you would know, but I, I know, uh, yeah, Frank, uh, Frank broke the news the other day, uh, channel five, um, talking about this as it is uh, likely going to happen June of 2022. Wow, really? As soon as next year, huh? Yes, as soon as uh, next year, I think I saw the uh, the the plan for NASCAR was to take one of the uh, Poconos races off of there. Yes, and add that. I think they were going to add a few. Like they were going to mix and match whatever. There were, but yeah, it was going to get uh, that St. Louis was going to uh, to get that. That's incredible. That's a a huge, huge get because the obviously the um, the uh, what do you call it? The the Cup Series stuff is is way bigger and and much a a much bigger draw than Truck Series and uh, and and Bush Series. Yeah, and people, yeah, people will go, and I, I I don't know who is. Sources are telling us going. Oh, and that's in the plane again. Yeah. I'm trying to. Oh, is that you playing it on your end? Yeah, that was me. Say, it, it sounded like. No, I don't. I don't. I don't need. I don't need to hear uh, Frank uh, talking about that. I, I trust that he he got it, and I trust that people want to hear it. They've already had a uh, chance to hear it. So there you go. It's no. It's no NFL team. It's uh, nothing that. But you know what? It's it's other. It's, I think St. Louis has proven it's that one you have a. They will. Uh, that they will show five up five years after. Sorry. You, oh, it was an accident. <laughs> Listen to that on your own time. It, it auto played. I tried to stop it. Like, I'm not going to let you stop it. It's just I'm going to talk. Oh, damn it. I'm Frank Cusimano. Shut up, Frank. By the way, Frank, in our uh, picks this uh, week zero week zero, I, I was talking with uh, with, with uh, Thomas Trice over at Triken um, Triken Consulting. And we were talking about the picks for uh for week one he's one of the sponsors of the uh of the pick segment and i i made the mistake of calling it week one and he was like hold up he's like games don't start until friday or until thursday and i was like you were correct i was like i did not mean that i meant last week was week zero andy and with that being said it's time now to hit the music boy joe i really like this song Thank you. Same song as last week. Same song as 2020. Oh, fantastic. Andy, we have a loaded roster of people making picks this year. We do. 
Frank Cusimano of Channel 5 and the Press Box on 590. Yes. Dead last after week zero. He's one and two. Tied with former Mizzou star, former Dallas Cowboy, Howard Richards. Losers. They are one and two. Losers. Right? Andy, you, me, and Brian Hoffman, the outstanding young producer. Yes. We're all two and one. Claves is three and zero. Oh. Ben Boyd is also three and zero. Oh. Claves has accused Ben of letting his children make his picks for him. Oh my god! Oh my god! I don't know if that's a bad. I don't know if that's something that like is terrible. I don't. I don't know. What does Manny know about football? Right. Exactly. Hey, <laughs> uh, these picks brought to you each and every week. By Kevin Miller of Caldwell Banker Gundaker. Find him online at smartmovestl.com. And also, Trikin Incorporated, the leading pre employment background investigation company in the metropolitan area with more than 50 years of combined experience that your agency can be certain of when, your can- when you use it for your candidates that you are looking to hire, getting them fully vetted. Hey, you can uh, use, it's been used, as I've said before, by more than 25 government agencies throughout the metropolitan area, and they work with more than 15 law firms assisting them with investigations. You can trust an industry leader in conducting hands-on background investigations of pre-employment candidates in all industries, public, private, and even government, and be confident that the candidate you are hiring does not have issues in their background that can be a liability to your organization. Triken Incorporated. That's T-R-I-K-E-N. T-R-I-K-E-N dot net over at Triken Incorporated. Andy, so there you go. There are standings for this week. And I also noticed, too, Andy, from uh, last week as we sit here and we learn about this each and every week, it's going to take us a little longer to get through some of these picks, you know? Uh, Right. Because we have so many to go through. Right. Andy, it's all football. We're going to throw college games and NFL games in there. Today is going, this week is going to be NFL heavy because it's week one and we have no idea what's going to happen. But first, we start off in college. And I'm throwing out there Mizzou versus Kentucky. Joe. uh, SEC battle. Corby Jones and Brock Luba are going to have huge games against Kentucky, Missouri over the Kentucky Wildcats. Andy, the quarterback of Kentucky eats his bananas without peeling them. No. What kind Andy, of season I, does that? I tried that this weekend. And how'd you do? It's not good. No, it wouldn't be good. Yeah, it's not good. You know what you do, Joe? You take those banana peels and you throw them in your yard and you get nice little green patches everywhere for you to do. Yeah. Oh, I might do that in the backyard. So, Andy, who'd you go with? Missouri. You went with Mizzou. I went with Mizzou. Claves went with Mizzou. And, of course, Howard Richards, the color commentator for Mizzou football, is going to go with Mizzou. I, I would hope so. Which means Ben went with Kentucky. Oh, wow. Off went with Kentucky. And I think I'm most shocked about this. Frank Cusimano went with Kentucky. He, he really likes Kentucky basketball. Yeah. 
kind of strange to go to pick the football team over the uh you're right uh, the, the i'm surprised by it i was surprised by it yep all right next up we're going to the nfl this is a good week one game so good that cbs used one of their uh picks for protected games on this i don't know if that's 100 percent true i got to assume that this game would be in prime time any other week of the season it is browns versus chiefs sunday at 325 joe it's going to be uh one of the uh, national doubleheader games i gotta think you gotta think that this is this was a protected game right yes i have to think that is that's why we're getting i mean yeah i get chicago versus la as the sunday night game sure the two you know two of the biggest markets i get that but I feel like Browns and Chiefs would have get would get just as good a ratings. It's I, I would, week one I of the FNBC football Sunday Night Football. I would imagine I would imagine that as well. But CBS gets it. Andy, who are you going with? I don't think the Chiefs will uh, stop uh, Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb. Chiefs thirty-one, Browns twenty-eight. Your Kansas City Chiefs. So Andy, you Howard, Hoff, Ben, Clay, you guys all went Chiefs. I, hey, I'm behind Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's going to have another big year. You're on the big train, huh? Yes, I am. Nick Chubb back there in the backfield. I got to go. I'm going Browns. I am the lone wolf here. I would be shocked. With the the Browns in Kansas City, heading to Arrowhead for that game. Hey, next one on the list. Cardinals versus the Titans. Andy, who you got? Uh, Sunday at 1 o'clock, Sunday at noon on CBS. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, boy, I like, I like Derrick Henry. Uh, I like Kyler Murray. Uh, who do I like better? CBS is picking, uh, the Cardinals. Joe, I'm going to go with your, your Tennessee Titans. Ooh, I, I, you know what? This is probably the most difficult game that I have had to pick this weekend. It is difficult. I, I, I ended up going with the Titans because of Derrick Henry. And because they're at home, I think week one, fresh legs, just run him, run, let him run wild all game. Joe, I'm going to be Titans heavy this year. Derrick Henry is the uh, an esteemed member of the uh, Karaoke Kings of Chicago uh, professional football team, LLC. Howard Richards also went with the Titans. Frank Cusimano went with Titans. Ben Boyd went with Titans. Means Claves and Hoff are together on the uh, on the Cardinals. I'm going, hey, I, I, I have Josh Allen in all three of my leagues this year so i'm going uh, i'm going to be bills heavy whenever i throw a bills game on this list vaxxed and waxed is uh really really all in on josh allen oh is that your uh is that your is that you yes that is i thought well, you were joe's football team when we drafted the other night so i changed halfway through the draft joe what'd you wax can i ask <laughs> no you cannot that's a personal question just, just like, just like vaccination questions. Right. It's a violation of HIPAA. It's not <laughs> only to, in, to ask about my waxing. Only in healthcare environments. <laughs> hey, next up, speaking of Joe's football team, Washington's football team is going to play host to the Los Angeles Chargers. Andy, who you got? Uh, Justin Herbert is also another esteemed member of the uh, Karaoke Kings of Chicago Professional Football Club, LLC. Uh, however, 
I believe I'm going to have to go with the Washington football team. They are going to be them and the depending on uh, who has the uh, the, uh, the the better uh, quarterback and the better offense. Obviously, uh, I have no clue the why they're going to lead the the NFC East. I have absolutely no idea why I went Washington football team. No clue why, zero idea why, but I went with them. Ben Frankenhoff also went with Washington football team. Um, as uh, Frank initially went with the Chargers. And then Frank is so into this, he texted me to ask me if it was possible for him to change his game. Yes, Frank, we're, we're yes, you can. Klaibs and uh, Howard went with the Chargers. Can't change it now, though, Frank. You're locked in. Uh, he's locked in until kick. Here, he's, he's, he can change it up until kickoff. Oh. Yeah, this oh. is, this is far from official. Oh, I don't like that. Hey, last, last game, word. Dolphins versus Patriots. Yeah, are the Dolphins still just rock bottom terrible? No, they got Tua. Well, they got the Tua, don't they? You still have to go New England. I'm going Dolphins. You got a rookie quarterback in there. I'm going to say Mac Jones is going to have some struggles in week one. Um, Claims and Howard Richards agree with me going with the Dolphins. Ben Hoff and Frank, along with you, all going with the Patriots. Um, I might post those uh, those picks up there, but each and every week you can hear the results on the lunch show with uh, Claves and Joe on Monday. So take a uh, take a listen to that, and you'll see uh, you see and hear what the standings are for our picks brought to you each and every week by Triken Incorporated and Kevin Miller of Caldwell Banker Gundaker uh, for all of your home buying needs over in the St. Louis area. That'll do it for our uh, first segment here of Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Munganass Alton Toyota. Hey, stlouisacura.com, that's where you need to go to get your uh, new car, and uh, stlouisacura.com is where you could find all of the new vehicles, pre-owned vehicles, certified vehicles, courtesy vehicles, everything that you need is right there at stlouisacura.com. Go visit their showroom at 13720 Manchester Road. See the brand new showroom that they have uh, right there on Manchester. We take a break. Back with more Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, right here on ClabesOnline.com. The Inskip Law Firm wants you to know that whether you need a will or trust, long-term care planning for a loved one, a special needs trust, or more, that you've come to the right place with them. Maybe you don't know what you need. At the Inskip Law Firm, they explain everything that you need to know, and they answer every question. And their process is easy, straightforward, and understandable. There's no preparation necessary and nothing to bring. Their services are customized to suit your unique needs and wishes, and they will work with you to uncomplicate the complicated. The Inskip Law Firm prides themselves on responsiveness and quick turnaround. You'll always know the fees up front and always receive a personalized plan that reflects your own unique needs. You can call now to set up a COVID-safe in-person or virtual consultation at 314-818-0344 or find them online at InskipLaw.com.
Hey, welcome back into Weekend Show, driven by Munganass St. Louis, actor and Munganass Alton Toyota right here at PlaysOnline.com. Uh, football season kicks off Thursday night, and who better to talk about the upcoming NFL season than our guy, he's Howard Balzer. What's up, H-Man? How are you? Joe, I'm doing great, man. Doing great. Hard to believe that here I am in the desert, and it's been a year already. It's hard, hard to believe it's been <laughs> it's flown by so fast. And you know, you're in your second season now of uh, covering the Arizona Cardinals. You actually get the full experience this year, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not not the t- pretty pretty full, pretty full. Where uh, all the media around the league, we're still not allowed in the locker room for media access, but at least we're uh, still there at the facility to do the post practice interviews and not doing them all on Zoom. So a little bit better in that regard. But yeah, it'll be fun being at games with actual fans in the stadium. So that will be, uh, that'll be a good thing. Definitely. Are you getting to travel too? Or are you going to go on a few of the road trips for the Cardinals? Um, I'm, I'm thinking of maybe going to, you know, most of them are a little far. Uh, and so I'm thinking of maybe going to LA when, when the, when the Cardinals play the Rams, that's coming up pretty quick though. It's October 3rd. So it's less, uh, less than a month away. So I'm still considering that, but, I have to make a decision in the next week or two, but other than that, I'll uh, uh, won't, won't be traveling. You uh, you got some good games to start the season off with, though, with these uh, with, with the Cardinals. I mean, Titans already uh, in the first week. You get to see Trevor Lawrence, at least watch Trevor yeah. Lawrence, I guess, on TV in week three. So uh, that's uh, you, you're getting to you're getting a few of the big stops out of the way early. Yeah, and then the first home game in week two is the Vikings with Patrick Peterson. Uh, coming back to Arizona after playing his uh, whole career prior to this season here in Arizona. And he's he's had some some things to say about his departure. So uh, that will be an interesting homecoming uh, for him in week two. So it's, you know, for all the, all these teams, it's, you know, everyone always talks about, oh, who's got the easier schedule? Who's got a hard schedule? All those things. You, you just you just never know. But the one thing we do know is that this this division, this NFC West is a gauntlet. Uh, for all of the teams, and it's it's going to be interesting how everybody match ups against each other when they start you know, when they start playing each other. I don't, I don't think there's any doubt, Joe, that this is top to bottom uh, the best division in the National Football League. You know, I, I do. I don't want to stay spend the whole time on the Cardinals. I do want to talk right. a lot of NFL stuff with you, but it's hard to kind of go away from everything that you you have right there in front of you and how uh, how excited of a season it might be. But one thing that is missing from Arizona Cardinal camp for the first time in uh, in a very yeah. long time is Larry Fitzgerald. I think it felt like we spent all season, off season waiting for him to announce his retirement and it never happened. And therefore teams just forgot to sign him. <laughs> I don't know that they forgot. I just think that as he has said with a, a serious show that he's doing each Monday now with Tom Brady uh, of all people that, he didn't really talk much of anything about it all throughout the off season would never say anything about playing or not. And, and he, and by the way, he is a part owner of the Phoenix suns and he was there all the time at sun's games as they got to the NBA finals and people would talk to him and he would basically never say anything. And then a couple of weeks ago when in, during the interview with Jim gray, who's the moderator, he said, I just don't have the urge to play right now. So 
I, I don't know if other teams contacted him. The Cardinals said, we have an open door. You just tell us if you want to play and we'll figure something out. But he said, I don't have the urge right now. And you don't want to just come back to try to win a championship. It has to be more than that. And then he basically repeated it on Monday, you know, something, something similar. So it's, it's kind of weird. It's not that he's forgotten, but everybody figures, Hey, he's not going to be here. And of course the question was asked, might you come back at some point during the season? If some team all of a sudden needs a receiver and all that, and it might be, you know, if it's a good team and that's where he, he basically talked about just coming back to win. You, you can't just come back because all of a sudden the team needs you. You just have to have that passion to play. And he's basically admitted right now he doesn't have it. He hasn't ruled out that it'll happen, but certainly if it's at this point already, it's hard to imagine one morning he's all of a sudden going to wake up and say, oh, my goodness, i got to play NFL football again. It, it, it just doesn't appear like it will happen. So, you know, we'll see. But the Cardinals have moved on, certainly. Uh, they've got a full wide receiver room and, and a lot of good players, and it, it'll be very competitive for them, but a very uphill climb in terms of trying to beat out Seattle, beat out San Francisco, beat out the Rams. Uh, the, these teams are going to be beating up on each other all season. And it's, like I said, I think a gauntlet's the best way to describe this division, and there's no reason to think it won't be. Rank uh, from one to four. Rank the quarterbacks for me in the NFC West. I, I would have to go Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, and then I I don't know. I, I guess i got to put Kyler Murray ahead of Jimmy Garoppolo, even though I think he gets unfairly maligned. But, I mean, heck, he was the quarterback when the 49ers got to the Super Bowl two seasons ago and played pretty darn foot, pretty darn good football for them. Very calm, very poised, doesn't make a lot of mistakes. So there might be some who say because of his experience, you put him ahead of Murray. But Murray, when he is on and how he can run and all those things is is, 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 is pretty electric. So I think it might be a little close there, but I, I, I'd say Murray would be, be ahead of him. But that, that's a lot of pretty good quarterbacks in one division, obviously. I'm I'm almost surprised that you put Matt Stafford ahead of uh, of Kyler Murray, because I mean for him it's it's a completely new offense that he's he's walking into out there in in L.A. But the Rams seem like you know they they traded an awful lot to get him. Yeah, they did. After trading an awful lot to get to draft Jared Goff. <laughs> well, they've they've traded a lot to get a lot of players, and their whole their whole way of going about things is to me very befuddling. Uh, but, you know, Stafford, without a lot of support in Detroit, has had a pretty darn good uh, career. And I think if the Lions hadn't changed coaches, he, he might still he might still be there. In fact, I was writing a story on the website today, uh, shameless plug, uh, allcardinals.com, because of all this talk nationwide and even in Arizona that the Cardinals have to make the playoffs. And if they don't, Cliff Kingsbury and the general manager, Steve Kime, should be fired. And, and I always say, at least have a little nuance in the conversation. I mean, suppose you go nine and eight or 10 and seven and you're a better team and you just don't make the playoffs because the division is so good. You're all of a sudden going to blow it up and start all over again. And then I use the Lions as an example. I mean, here's a team that in four years with Jim Caldwell, Joe, as the head coach, was in the playoffs twice. And then his final year, they were nine and seven but didn't make the postseason, and they fired him, brought in Matt Patricia. Their record in the last in the in the three seasons that he was the coach is I think it's 14, 33, and one. And now they're changing again. 
And Matthew Stafford just finally threw up his arms and said, I don't want to go through another rebuild. And that's why he asked out. And it would have been very interesting if that hadn't happened. What would the Rams have done? Because, heck, they got to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff. And But I, I still think Stafford is a very good quarterback. I do wonder how successful he'll be with the Rams because ostensibly they got him to be able to throw the, the ball down the field because supposedly Jared Goff couldn't do that. Well, Jared Goff did it when they had Brandon Cooks, and then they traded Brandon Cooks. And then the last couple of years, they haven't had a guy who could get downfield. They have good receivers, Cooper Cup, um, uh, who, uh, Robert Woods. So they, they have good receivers, but they don't have that downfield threat. Now, they did sign Deshaun Jackson this year, 34 years old, and hasn't played many games the last couple of years. If he can stay healthy, then – that could be an interesting team to watch. But if he doesn't, then Matthew Stafford is going to have, I think, some of the same issues that he had in Detroit and that uh, that the Rams had even with Jared Goff at quarterback. But he's, he's a very good player. And and I think with his experience, he's been in the playoffs. I think all that just puts him, uh, even though he can't do a lot of the things that Murray can do, but that experience has me putting him ahead of, of Kyler Murray. When you look at the quarterbacks throughout the entire NFL, I, I know that many people out there have done their fantasy drafts and Patrick Mahomes is number one. And then you kind of look at that next tier of Josh Allen, of uh, Kyler Murray is in there, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson. Where, I mean, is it, Patrick Mahomes still is that 1A. He is the top quarterback. Who else do you put in that top five if you're if you're looking at uh, who's who's running teams this year? Well, certainly you left out, and people think I'm, I'm going to say I left out the GOAT, which you know me. I don't think you judge a player as the, quote, greatest of all time just because his team won a lot. And so you might have thought I was going to say Tom Brady. No, I'm Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he was the league MVP last year, 48 touchdown passes. I put him right there with Patrick Mahomes in pure quarterbacking. You know, Brady has the leadership. He has all these other intangibles. But the reality, Joe, is that – he threw interceptions in the second half against the Packers in the NFC Championship game, which allowed Green Bay to come back and, and almost come back and tie it, which, of course, they, they did not do. But Aaron Rodgers is just is phenomenal. And so he's, he's the veteran. Mahomes is still a young guy. Uh, but I think those two guys right there are 1A and maybe 1B, or maybe they're both 1A in terms, in terms of saying the best in the NFL now at just being a pure passer, a pure quarterback. And – you can't not mention Tom Brady because he's in the conversation also, but that's, that's a pretty good group. And now, and Josh Allen obviously is ascending also. So that's, you know, I, I think, I think the future of quarterbacking in the NFL, even with the day when Brady's not there and Rogers isn't there and Ben Roethlisberger isn't there, the future's in pretty good hands because there's a lot of really good young guys at that position. You know, you uh, when you when you look at Tom Brady and you talk about the championships that he's won, we have not seen a team in what almost twenty years now go back to back. It was those early two thousand yeah, Patriots, Patriots, right? Yep. That, that went back to back. Everybody came back on this Buccaneers team, but that also means everybody on that team's a year older, and right. you know how quickly people age in the NFL. <laughs> so, what are your odds? What kind of odds do you give Tampa Bay at at repeating well they're going to be in the hunt certainly they have the ability to do it but we know it's so hard to do that i always reflect back joe and i'll never forget 
the co- a comment that Brian Billick made. And everyone's discussing now how hard it is to repeat. Well, I remember when, when the Ravens won the Super Bowl back in 2000, the year after the Rams did. And they won the Super Bowl next year in training camp or somewhere along the line in the offseason. He was asked about why is it so hard to repeat? And his answer was, it's just hard to win one. That's just really, really hard to win a Super Bowl. You hear coaches talk about all the time how hard it is just to win a game in this league. To win a Super Bowl is incredibly hard. So to do it two years in a row, that's that's daunting. And so certainly the Buccaneers are capable of it. Uh, all those guys, they appear that they're hungry. I think the thing that's going to drive this team to a degree, Joe, is the defense because they feel kind of like stepchild to Tom Brady. And I think they were just as big a part of that Super Bowl victory as Brady was and all the guys on that offense. And they I don't know if it's fair to say they feel disrespected, but they, they also want to show how good they are. And so they've certainly got a shot at it. And when you look at the rest of the NFC, I think Green Bay is the most legitimate challenger uh, to them. And, you know, New Orleans is tough to figure how they're going to do. The, the NFC West, certainly you could see a Seattle. They're always in the hunt. San Francisco should be back. And who knows? Maybe if the Rams answer all these questions I have about them, perhaps they could be good enough. But to me, it's the Packers and the Bucks are the two best. And I'll tell you one thing. I would just I would love to see the Packers get into the Super Bowl not because they beat a Tom Brady Buccaneers team, if in fact they have to beat them to get there, but just to put the Packers organization squirming again of wondering what are we going to do this time if we get to the Super Bowl and win it? Are we going to move on from Aaron Rodgers? How could you possibly do that? How could you ever show your face in public to the fan base if you did that and moved on to a guy who – unless he plays a few snaps this year, will not have played a snap in an NFL game. So I'm kind of rooting for that to happen just to see how that's all handled when we get to 2022. So we talk about the veteran quarterbacks. Let's talk about some of the uh, the hot rookies that are coming in. Who are you most excited to see in their first year quarterbacking in the NFL? Well, I'm excited to see Mac Jones now uh, because this one took, I think, everyone by surprise. Everyone just figured, hey, Cam Newton is going to be the starter. At some point, we'll probably see Mac Jones, but no one expected him to open the season as the starter for that team. So they, you know, Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick, they know what they're doing, but, and they'll protect him. Uh, they'll protect him with the way they run things and all that. And so that, that's, that's going to be very intriguing uh, to see. I'm curious how Chicago will utilize Justin Fields. I think if they're smart, I think they're I think they're making the right move at least in game 1, not to play Justin Fields on Sunday night against the Rams on the road and that defense. But I think what the Bears should do is similar to what the 49ers are probably going to do once Trey Lance gets healthy and that's have a package for those guys when maybe it's third and short, maybe it's red zone, or whatever it might be, and they can use their legs and gives the defense a little bit more uh, to account for. So I think that's going to be fun to see. And then with the two guys on the two bad teams, Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville and Zach Wilson uh, with the Jets, what will they be able to do on teams that aren't that good? I, I think the Jaguars actually have some pretty good offensive talent. So I'm very intrigued by what Lawrence might be able to do uh, with that team. And the Jets have some, not a whole lot. So that that's going to be a challenge for both of those quarterbacks to play consistent football when their teams just aren't 
that good. So I, I, I'm, I'm in, like I said, I'm, I'm intrigued by them all in terms of, you know, what they might be able to do this year and, and when, when and if all of them will play. I almost missed. I was going to say first time uh, we haven't had a quarter or a non-quarterback win MVP since 2006, but I almost missed Adrian Peterson in there in 2012. Give me a player, a non-quarterback that has a, a chance to win the MVP this year. That's a real, that's, let's see. That That's a real good one. Let me think here. It, obviously it has to be on a very good team. So that's a big part of it. I, re- I remember I wrote a story last year when there was all this chatter about, you know, people try to create these ser- scenarios just because of history. Well, maybe Kyler Murray could be the MVP and be the third quarterback in a row to be the MVP in his third season or his second season rather. And, and I remember doing some research on it and finding that the average win total for the team that produces the MVP over the last two decades is over 12. Wow. So, and there's only been a couple of times where it was less than that. And one of them was Peterson that you mentioned Vikings won 10 that year and the year he went for over 2000 yards coming back from the ACL. And the other was the Rams. And I've, I've in 2000, in 2000, I believe when Marshall Falk, had like 26 touchdowns or something like that. And the Rams went 10 and six and were able to get into the playoffs after the Super Bowl year. Every, every other team has been 11 or 12 and even more, more victories. So now I get back to the original question, who, who will win 12, 11, 12 games or more and have someone else other than a quarterback who is just so outstanding that it steals the votes from everybody. Wow. That's, who, who can win that many games? Uh, you know, Green Bay could, Tampa Bay could. I, I wouldn't say Aaron Jones with the Packers. Buffalo don't have anybody other than the quarterback. Kansas City, same way. Um, Cleveland, you know, uh, you know, there, there, there's a possible team is Cleveland. If the Browns would somehow win that division, get home field advantage. Now, granted, it doesn't matter what you do in the playoffs. It's just what you do in the regular season because that's when the votes are in. It could – would it be crazy to say it could be a Nick Chubb if he goes off and runs for 14 or 1,500 yards and the Browns win that division and win 12 or 13 games? They won 11 last year. So that's not an outrageous thought of something uh, that could happen. So there, there, there's my guy. There's my long shot, Nick Chubb. Hey, for 12, wins, 12 wins is going to be easier to get this year. There's an extra game, H. Well, that's I, a good point. That's I a mean, good hey, point. twelve and five gets you uh, gets you to twelve wins. Which record? Maybe I've got. Maybe I got to increase that average then to make up <laughs> for that other game. <laughs> what record is going to fall this year for uh, with there being seventeen games? Are we going to see a passing record fall? Are we going to see? Are, are we? Can we see a running back break? Uh, break Dickerson's record? Can we see a record fall because of that seventeen games? And if that happens, are you going to put an asterisk next to that? No, I, I would never. No, I wouldn't. They didn't put an asterisk when the league went from 14 to 16 games. So there's not going to be an asterisk now. I don't think it'll be Dickerson's record. I mean, most people would say, well, what about Derrick Henry? I mean, 17 games, that's a lot for a running back. And that's another more carries added to it. I wonder if the Titans are going to somewhat reduce Henry's workload to keep him more fresh for the whole season. So that would, that would be, that would be a tough one for running back. I would say it probably would be a passing record, whether it's yards, whether it's touchdowns. And I'm not, I'm not sure what the exact number is. I know it's well over 5,000 for passing yards. And what, what did Manning throw that year? Did he have 50, 54? Was it touchdown passes that 
you know, yeah, that could be the I one. I, I mean, just, I saw Sam Farmer tweeting about it the other day, whatever the record, I think was it 54,000 so, yeah, somewhere in there. Yards? Yeah. And with 17, I mean, if, if you, you play 17 games and average three touchdown passes per game, that's 51 right there. Yeah. So, so that, 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 that could be the record that would, that would possibly be most likely to fall. Or how about this one? How about the sacks record? That that's one that could be, a possibility with Michael Strahan. You get you get a guy who's really hot. I mean, a couple of years ago, um, Shaq Barrett had 19 and a half. Chandler Jones of the Cardinals had 19. One more game, maybe get somebody with 23 sacks. Uh, that that could be one that uh, could be a possibility, especially with as, especially as much too. as teams pass the ball now. Yeah, T.J. Watt just got paid too yeah. for uh, highest uh, highest paid defensive player now in the uh, in the NFL. That news coming out Thursday afternoon. Howard, with everything, it could also be a receiver. It could also be a receiver with receptions or yards. Uh, that that could be one that would be you know a possibility too. But I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say with with all these other storylines and everything going on, one thing uh, that is a possibility. Roger Goodell's come out and, and said and talked about the uh, the COVID uh, protocols for this season. We had the crazy story about the Denver Broncos come out yeah. earlier this week and. I mean, how they are able to get past what they did and how there hasn't been a huge fine levied on them for some of the uh, things they were doing in the meetings is uh, it's crazy. Now, I, no, I didn't hear this about the Broncos. The, the story of them with the taking off the, the tracing and putting it in the room, the corner of the rooms, it was, God, I'm trying to think who it was that had this story earlier in the week. If it was, uh, if it was Sam Farmer or, uh, who it was that uh, that had this uh, that had the story of the uh, of that? I'll look for that because yeah. one thing I wanted to ask you. Yeah, I don't know how about, I missed that one. Do you think that there will be a forfeit this year due to COVID? I don't think there'll be a forfeit because of the number of players that are vaccinated, and it would take the league didn't define what an outbreak would be that would be big enough to lead to a forfeit. They didn't say how many players it would have to be, but it was also fueled by unvaccinated players. And so I don't think we will see a forfeit. However, we will see, I believe, players miss, key players potentially, miss games because of, even if you're vaccinated right now, I mean, Zach Martin was vaccinated and he's not playing uh, playing against the Buccaneers in the season opener. So, and, and if someone is you know, test positive and whether it's vaccinated or unvaccinated and you have some high risk contacts that to that player that are unvaccinated, they're out of the building for five days. And so if that happens late in the week, then who knows? I mean, the Cardinals, Joe, right at the beginning of training camp had three starting offensive linemen out for five days because they were high risk contacts. Now, I don't know if they've been vaccinated since then. That would have been the smartest move to make. Because if that would happen, imagine that happening on a Thursday and you have three starting offensive linemen that can't play in a game on Sunday. So I think we will see players miss games and obviously can't predict who they will be. But I, but to answer your original question again, I, I don't think there will be an outbreak. But this will continue to be a story uh, all season. Although I will say this, that everyone was worried coming back from Labor Day weekend where players were allowed to leave town if you were vaccinated. And there was a lot of concern that all of a sudden guys were going to come back and start testing positive. The first two days of training camp at the end of July, there there's been about 105 players test positive 
since the start of training camp. 36 of them were on the first two days of training camp when guys were coming in from wherever to report. Uh, obviously, that was a lot of players. A lot fewer were coming back from Labor Day weekend because of the cut to 53, but they're still practice squad guys. You know, they're still close to 70 players on every team. But my point being is that everyone came back, there was concern. And in this opening week of the season, Wednesday and Thursday, there were no positive tests. And on Tuesday, there was one. And Wednesday and Thursday were the first no positive test days for the league since August 23rd. So I don't know if that's fortune, if it's guys being smarter, but whatever it is, that's a good sign. So who knows? Maybe maybe we won't see as many positives as some believe. But I, I, I still I, I still don't know how you can how you can avoid it, especially when when the weather starts turning a lot cooler in in October, November, and December. Howard, the story was uh, from Sam Farmer earlier this week in regards to the Broncos Saints game last year, where oh, the uh, the game okay. was postponed. Yeah, and the, I don't did you see that? You saw that story where the the reason why the NFL didn't postpone the game is because video surveillance showed that the four quarterbacks for the Broncos took off their tracking systems, put them in four corners of the room, and then sat together in the middle of the room right. to watch video. So that's <laughs> they tried to trick protocol. Right. But there were also, you know, other games where the, the, the ones that were postponed last year were game. Now that was unusual because it was all the quarterbacks on the team, but, the, the other games that were postponed is when the, the Ravens, uh, the Titans, uh, the Steelers, I think, were involved in one of them, where they, they had like 15 or 20 guys on, uh, on the COVID list, and they, they just had you know horrible outbreaks. Now, I don't know if they, in a year like this, if all of a sudden you lost all three of your quarterbacks two days or three days before the game, uh, would they postpone it? I don't know. But if it was because, like you said, for a breach of the protocol – or it involved unvaccinated players, then they probably wouldn't. They would just say, hey, sorry, you got to play with who you, you – know, figure out a way to play, which is what obviously the Broncos had to do last season with a guy they brought up from the practice squad who was a wide receiver, I think played quarterback in high school. Howard, hopefully you and I will uh, see each other in Los Angeles uh, coming up in uh, mid-February this year, uh, yeah. a week later than uh, the normal, but I'm sure you and I will talk a couple times during the NFL season. Uh, glad to see you back covering NFL games in front of fans and getting to do what you uh, what you love doing. And uh, by the way, I, we didn't even talk. Yeah, I know you were just in Canton uh, a few weeks yes. ago for the uh, for the Hall of Fame. Uh, what one more what one more trip for a Ram, right? That's uh, you. You think that's going to happen sometime in the next uh, three years? Well, we got two more because Dick Vermeil was named that's, as the coach right. finalist. And most of the time, the, the coach, the contributor, the senior, they get elected. It's not automatic, but they'll get elected u- very usually when the full, the full group meets. And here, here's, what I, here's what I tweeted, Joe. I don't know if you saw it, but some people did. After Vermeil got that nod, I said, well, now all we have to do, well, now all I have to do is help get Tory Holt in. And th- this will happen. I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely confident it will happen. I don't know if it'll be this year, when I say this year, 2022, or the year after. But he and Reggie Wayne have been finalists now a couple of years. I don't know if, if they both maybe get in the same year. One gets in before the other. But it will happen. I'm confident of that. But I think it would be awesome for it to happen this next year, and he can go in the same year with Dick Vermeil. And, and so what I tweeted was, then we can put a 
blue and yellow bow on the greatest show. And so I think that would be pretty cool. Although I did say that to someone and they said, well, hold it. What about London Fletcher? I was just going to bring him up. I was just, he wasn't, he wasn't part of the offense. So he wasn't part no, of the greatest he, show on turf, but he was on that Super Bowl team. He was. So he's st- it's still one there. I guess there's three guys out there, part of that Super Bowl team. Cause London Fletcher deserves it too. I, I definitely believe he, he is. He's, he's been a finalist now two or three years, I think. And he hasn't, he hasn't made it to the semifinal. And I, you know, I, I pick my spots in who I advocate for because sometimes people just don't want to hear too much. So I'm kind of waiting for Tory to get in to then turn my attention uh, to London. But when you look at his record, 16 seasons with the Rams, the Bills, and Washington, and I think he missed one game and one start in his entire career. And if you look at numbers, and I know tackle numbers can be very – subjective. But if you look at his numbers, tackles, interceptions, fumble recoveries, things like that, his numbers are right there with Ray Lewis and Brian Erlacher. People don't believe it when I tell them. I said, look it up. You can look it up. And so I think he's very deserving. What he did at his size is is, is phenomenal. And, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe if he was with the Rams a little longer, it would have been a little different. But still, I, I don't think there's any doubt he's deserving. I think it's going to be a little bit of a tough sell. But I, I do think at some point he'll get into that room and and hopefully uh, be able to get enough votes because I agree 100%. He's definitely deserving. All right, Howard, you are doing the old Cardinal site. You are still doing your Hall of Fame show with Sirius XM. Um, are, you, are you doing a local radio out there in Arizona too? Doing a once-a-week show on Tuesday evenings uh, from what 8 to 9 Central Time on NBC Sports 1060 dot com so you can stream that or it's archived on the show page i do it with a guy named jim brinson who by the way i worked it was so funny the way it happened joe i worked with him in las vegas when i was there in the mid 90s and didn't even know he was in phoenix until i tweeted something one day in like july or august and he he responds and says are you in phoenix so i said yeah and he says oh my goodness i'm here too and so we talked and now we're doing a show we call ourselves with the last name with B. We call ourselves we call ourselves the Killer Bees. So I'm doing that on Tuesday, and then on the weekend on Sports Map Radio, a national network. I was doing Saturday and Sunday throughout the off season. Not going to do Sunday with the, during the NFL season. I'll be on the the network with some bunch of segments. But on Saturday, from eleven to two Central Time, uh, doing a show with Jeff Biggs, another two Bees. Maybe we should call ourselves the Killer Bees also. But uh, do do a three-hour show with him on Saturdays. And I know that's on the Mighty 1090 in San Diego, so people can stream it there. I've been trying to convince 590 to pick it up, and I know they've got some other stuff going on. But you, you can find a station somewhere and hear it. So uh, those are the things that uh, that I'm doing. All right, H. We will talk soon, man. Uh, good catching up with you. Enjoy the NFL season. Appreciate it, Joe. Always enjoy coming on with you. Take care. Have a good one. That's the H-Man, Howard Balzer, joining us here on Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Halton Toyota here on ClabesOnline.com. Hey, also, 
We are sponsored by the InSkip Law Firm. Corey InSkip over at the InSkip Law Firm, my guy for any of your estate planning needs, any of that uh, will, trust, power of attorney, workers' comp, any of that stuff. Corey InSkip is there to help you. You can give him a call today for that free consultation. 314 818 inskiplaw.com and that's where you can get in touch with Corey Inskip. Hey, also Glory Pro Wrestling, they have their next show coming up on October 3rd. It's the Little Ring of Horrors show and uh, already just it's going to be such a jam-packed card with the main, uh, I should say, shouldn't say main event, one of the uh, main events is the uh, Japanese legend, legend, Minoru Suzuki. You just saw him this past week, and he was on AEW. He was on AEW Dynamite against John Moxley. He will be taking on Davey Richards, a uh, local guy here that has uh, just also wrestled all over the world, but it's going to be one hell of a match between Minoru Suzuki and and Davey Richards. Also, uh, I know a fan favorite, Halal Beefcake, they will be in action as well. That was just announced earlier today. So it, it's going to be just it, its going to be an amazing card. South Broadway Athletic Club on October 3rd. October 3rd is where you need to be for the uh, show that starts. Doors open at 2. The show starts at 3. It's a meet and greet with Minoru Suzuki before that. That line will be just well out the door for Minoru Suzuki, the Japanese legend that will be there at Glory Pro's Little Ring of Horrors on October 3rd. Hey, we need to take a break. When we come back, Crack Slippers right here on Weekend Joe, driven by Munganess St. Louis Acura, Munganess Alton Toyota. Here it's ClavesOnline.com. You're listening to Weekend Joe here on ClaimsOnline.com, sponsored by Collinsville Auto Body. Collinsville Auto Body is at 911 North Bluff Road in Collinsville. And hey, they will work with most insurance providers to get you back on the road fast. If you're in a collision with a deer or anything else, uh, Collinsville Auto Body will help you out, as I can speak to from past experience. Plus, I've known the family that's owned Collinsville Auto Body for at least the past 20 years now, maybe even even longer, and I can tell you that it's good people doing great work at Collinsville Auto Body, 911 North Bluff Road in Collinsville, another fine sponsor here of Weekend Joe. Final segment here of Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Munganass Alton Toyota here in Klabes Online.com. Hey, uh, Munganass Alton Toyota, still get that car rental uh, from uh, from them the same way I'm doing it. I'm picking my car up on Saturday, hitting the road on Tuesday for a uh, very, very long road trip. And uh, Munganass Alton Toyota will be uh, uh, where I am going to rent that car this uh, this weekend. AltonToyota.com is where you can find the uh, is where you could find all of that information. Hey, Andy, we got to wrap things up today with uh, some crack slippers. I got some good ones coming your way if uh, you would do the honors. Hey, a, a deep tease. These uh, luscious tones 
might be returning to a radio station, you know, as a voiceover guy. Oh. Some stories just aren't meant to hit the mainstream news. We picked those stories up here on Weekend Joe. These are the Crack Slippers with Joe Roderick on ClaybsOnline.com. Andy, uh, a, um, I, I don't know if you are a Dancing with the Stars fan. Well, I've been uh, forced to be one, Joe. Oh, okay. Well, Andy, I have your uh, I have your favorite for the 30th season of ABC's popular reality dancing competition. What, what are we? Well, first of all, let's let's talk contestants. Do we have time to talk contestants? I have. They have not, they have not announced the 30th uh, the contestants for the 30th season, right? Let's see what we have going on. 30th season. Contestants. I don't think they have. Uh, one day ago, Dance with the Stars season thirty cast revealed. Okay, well, uh, if I mean we could sit here and we could do all of that because so I, excited I, to be a part. You so many auto plays. Really, they are. All right, uh, Spice gonna, Girls uh, Mel C. Yes, is uh, is on that list. Olympian Suni Lee. Yes. Uh, you have. Jimmy Allen, country singer, has a song out with Brad Paisley. Yes. Um, as I am looking, actor Brian Austin Green. Yep, Beverly Hills, 90210. Peloton, that's my fault. Peloton instructor, Andy Cody Rigsby. He will be a favorite. He is going to be, well, I, I should, he is going to be a fan favorite. Brian Austin Green is, I believe, is married to Tori Spelling. Really? I think I don't know. Maybe I'm full of crap. Professional basketball player Mont Shumpert, the man, singer JoJo Siwa, right? But Andy, the favorite, I am going to say is the Miz. Yes, because he is awesome. <laughs> he is awesome. So there you go. There oh. is your Dancing with the Stars cast. JoJo's name season. Martin Cove. Is on the sh- is on the show this season. Does that name ring a bell with for you? It does, but oh, that son of a bitch! It's that son of a bitch. I so right now in wrestling, Kenny Omega on AEW has a manager named Don Callis. Okay, who uh, the Andy in the biz has what I would call heat. Meaning when he's on the screen, I just can't stand him. I hate him so much. To the point where I want to change the channel, which I think is not good heat. Like, I don't want to watch the guy, watch him get beat up. I just cannot stand him so much that I want to change the channel. Andy, I am through, what is it, season? Are we through season three of uh, Cobra Kai? Is that how many seasons yes. there are so far? Yes. Andy, I have watched three seasons now of Cobra Kai. There is not an actor. There is not a character that I have ever hated more in the history of TV than John Kreese. I have one more for you. AJ Soprano. I've never seen The Sopranos. I've never watched The Sopranos. He is an awful character. And I hate hate John Kreese. I hate him. Like, I'm trying to think back. Because, like, Breaking Bad, Prison Break, and Sons of Anarchy are my three favorite dramas. Okay. TV show dramas. 
very fantastic shows. I there there is not anybody in Prison Break that I hated so much throughout the entire series as much as I hate John Kreese. No, there was there were people you were supposed to hate. Uh, who was the guy who kind of talked funny? Teabag. Teabag. Yes. And also, and even the the guard guy. Yes, but by the end, I, you kind of went back and forth on them, and you never. You wanted to see T-Bag get his comeuppance. Yep. You didn't just, you didn't just, your blood didn't boil when he was on the screen. No. And then uh, even the FBI. When John Kreese gets on the, when John Kreese is on the screen, my blood boils. The FBI agent guy. FBI agent guy. Again, like those, my blood didn't boil. What was the, like, like on, um, Oh my God! What was the name of the show? It was so good, and then it got real stupid real fast. With Kerry Washington, a Shonda Rhimes show about the president, a scandal. Never watched that. Yeah, great show for about two and a half seasons, and then it just yeah. got really, really dumb. Uh, like Son- new- Sons of Anarchy, like Clay Morrow. Yes, hate hated him. Blood didn't boil. Yeah, he's you still kind of. You still kind of sympathize with them because they they kind of put him in some positions where right he, you know you can kind of understand his plight right you can empathize with his plight and Breaking Bad I mean they there wasn't anyone that stuck around long enough you know no no but so. the, uh, the the four judges returned back to uh, Dancing with the Stars too Len Goodman Derek Huff Carrie Ananaba and Bruno Tagnoli will be back on the uh, on the program as well. Mm. All right, Bruno, Bruno talks too much. I, I don't know who any of those people are. So they're the, I'm, they're the judges. Yeah. yeah, sorry, don't uh, don't know. Hey, finally, speaking of uh, you know, we talked about the Miz being in the squared circle. Yes. Another uh, event in the squared circle, celebrity boxing that's going on right now. Jake Paul, who I I, I guess so. I think Jake Paul's the one that he boxes more often. Um, he just beats Tyron Woodley, right? I think. Logan Paul, I think, is on WWE from time to time now, just for ratings. Jake Paul has already announced who he wants his next match to be against. Who's it going to be, Joe? Tim Tebow. What? That's what he wants. That's what he wants. That's ridiculous. That's what he wants. Shut the front door. That's, I'm just telling you what he wants. Get out of here with that. So stupid. Yeah. So yeah, he has called out Tim Tebow, and so he's yeah he he's going for that. What is, uh, what are these? When is this guy's 15 minutes of fame going to be up? I mean, he keeps getting ratings. God, they keep getting ratings. So as long as they keep getting ratings, it'll keep going. Speaking that's, of that's, ratings, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, this show this show should get top ratings. This is another just fantastic episode of this program. I'm fine. I I am very happy with it and uh very excited to see how we do on our picks this weekend. As uh as it is week one of the NFL season 2021, 18 weeks this year, 18 weeks of the regular season. So uh, strap it in and get ready for a, another fun ride of NFL football and another year of me not having to do a show on Sundays to where I can just sit and enjoy the games. 
That's what I'm looking that make you happy to the or most. sad, Joe. That makes me very happy. I could not tell you how just relaxed and stress-free I was not having to drive all the way out to where Weldon Spring. Weldon, Weldon Spring. Spring is where I drove for two, three straight Sundays, uh, years for, yeah. I'm John Marisek would, uh, would take that flight from Belleville to Weldon Spring. That that's a yeah that was a that's a flight for sure. I mean, I'd get home and it'd be halftime of the noon game. So, right. yeah, glad I can just not do that. I'm very very happy with that. Andy, that's gonna wrap it up for us uh, today. Um, as we uh, as we got a lot uh, got a lot in today, and we will be back next week with just NFL picks and crack slippers. That's gonna be it. As I will be out on the road. So hopefully everybody out there has a very nice and enjoyable weekend here as it's going to be a hot one in the St. Louis area. For Andy Hanselman, I am Joe Roderick. This has been Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Munganass Alton Toyota right here on ClaybesOnline.com. St. Louis Acura is excited to announce the opening of our newly remodeled service lounge. We sell pre-owned vehicles of all makes and models and take pride in servicing what we sell. We offer free pickup and delivery service and a complimentary car wash and vacuum with every service. We also have a full-service reconditioning shop on-site that can repair dents, bumpers, and wheels. As the nation's only 29-time Acura Precision Team winner for customer satisfaction, we work every day to make St. Louis Acura better than ever for you.